I am his food. Ah, but it's just a memory. I need to take a nap. Ah! Chocolate! I got four billion dollars. I'm lactose intolerant. Give me It's me, it's me. Oh, no, it's not me. It's the L-E-E-B-O-Y TV. I'm here with Prime, the P-R-I-M-E. And we got, oh, I'm going to go ahead and spell it out. D-A-N-N-Y, Danny. Uh, it kind of rhymes. We got Danny Tamborelli. That rhymes. On, that definitely <laughs> rhymes, yeah. <laughs> on the line with us. This is the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. What's up, Danny? How's it going, hey, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Nice to hear from you, man been way too long you're like a mentor in the game for me man it's just it's glad to i'm glad to get back with mentor with sensei <laughs> oh gosh come on now i sensei. just told you i just i just taught you how to really force yourself through fake walls that's all <laughs> and you taught me some bass guitar but we'll probably get into that later um but yeah uh, well first first off before we uh, just started recording. I I wanted to ask you how old your son was. Son, right? You have yeah, a... my son. Yeah, Alfred. Alf. Oh, great name. Alfred. It's my my grand my, my grandfather's name, but we call him Alfie. He's he's more of an Alfie than an Alfred. Alfred is like Alfred. Stop trying to turn the burners on the stove. <laughs> right, right. Whenever Alfie it's serious, right. it's Alfred. Yeah, that's right. It comes out Alfred. Yeah. Sorry, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of an old man's name. So once he gets mature, he'll he'll turn into Alfred. But for now, Alfred, Alfred, yeah, Alfie works good. You know, uh, if he doesn't, we just don't like Al. Don't call mm-hmm. him Al. I don't not, know why. My wife, my wife doesn't like Al. I don't really care. Alf <laughs> is the one I got a problem with. I don't like Alf. Well, she's gonna be fighting a lot of battles, probably. I think but... so. I think so. <laughs> I don't want to be Alfie anymore, Mom. I'm out. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, like I said, man, good to hear from you. It's been too long. The last time I, I should have met with you, you were doing a live show with Lori, Death, uh, Lori Beth Denbergs. Well, we were, com- we were going to come back sometime this year, but I don't know when we're going to come back to California. But when we do, we'll make sure we... We bring you up because we definitely show some old clips that you are in, and it's very funny. Dope, dope. Yeah, yeah we, we have it's like a it's a crossover because you guys are prime nostalgia podcast, and we're nostalgia personified. Yep. It's the same. Oh, it's it's okay. pn it's pnnp. So I mean that could be something too. I know you know I'm just just throwing it out there, man. Spitballing. Definitely, and we would, and we were definitely going to touch on that, but we might as well right now. Um, how long have you been doing the podcast, and where can people find you? Uh, well, I do a podcast with the guy who was the other Pete from Pete and Pete, the other Nick show I was on called The Adventures of Danny and Mike, the podcast. And then we started doing this thing like we had these live shows locally in Brooklyn, and we didn't want to just like be talking heads and just do like a live show with us just talking, so we started like 
showing old clips of us from the show and like old commercials that we were in from like the 80s and the 90s and we started doing that as a monthly gig called nostalgia personified and that just kind of that started us doing like some live shows outside of new york and then we started touring nationally and then i asked lori beth if she wanted to do an all that version and then that did some touring across the country uh over last year and uh the beginning of this year we were just in california that was like i was in like january so those are like the last shows that we did. Yeah, man. So it sounds like you're big brother to me again because I'm trying to follow your footsteps and uh, <laughs> paved the way. You have paved the way. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. Hey, it's it's it's. I feel like it's uh, it's all it's all universal. You know, we were we are we are nostalgia. What can we say? We grew. And, that's, and then, that's where uh, we're at. Real quick. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. Gonna say just real quick. Uh, y'all do panels a lot. How are those panels for you from, you know, people still remember you and people still love you to want to ask these questions and stuff? How was that, like, being at a panel? Like, when, like when we did that uh, in that, – was that the last time I actually physically saw you? Was it – is that uh, that kamikaze thing? And yeah, that we I did that? Y'all, yeah, y'all do a couple. I think you and Gordon, yeah. I think, did a couple. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. I mean, we've done like we've done like some Comic Con convention stuff. Where then, yeah, yeah. we're contractually obligated to have a <laughs> have a conversation. <laughs> At least, like, you can sit there, you can sign autographs and make some money that way. But we need you to like do stuff. That was another reason why we thought Nostalgia Personified would be cool. So we didn't just have to do like a regular panel answering the same questions. And it's cool. I mean, I don't, I never have a problem answering the same questions and everything because there have been different people in different places that want to know the same thing. But I always thought it would be cooler to have, like, you know, a, something current, like a fun show that's not just, you know, answering questions. Those things, we have a Q&A at the end where that pops in, but, you know, like being able to... You know, we're we're entertainers, man. We want to entertain. Absolutely. And then uh, you you brought up the word universal, so I just wanted to just throw out uh, Universal Studios a little bit because you you in general have you learned how to collect the checks when it came to Nickelodeon. You were on PP. Oh, <laughs> You were uh, man. You killed it at at figure it out. You basically made yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you just talk about your how it felt to be accepted at so many Nickelodeon sets and um, and maybe even your journey on how you got to each of those locations and spots? Well, for your listeners, I'm blushing. I'm already red. I'm a chubby, <laughs> red-haired, freckled guy, and I usually can't get much more red. But you just you just made me blush. It was very nice yeah, of you to say those things. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty great. It was like one of those things where you just, I got the job working on Pete and Pete when I was seven, and it just kind of like, wow. that was like seven years on and off. That was till I was like 13 or 14, and then all that happened, and they were like, do you like sketch comedy? And I was like, yes, I love sketch comedy, Monty Python, SNL, blah, 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 and they're like, all that. I'm like, I love all that, and they know, I know Keenan, and Kel and Josh, we've done stuff together with other Nick things like, you know, Big Helps and Nick takes over your school and that. So it was kind of cool to like get on that. And you, I mean, we that's when we met and that was my first season, was your first season. And that was a, 
a totally different experience for me. And I didn't had never really done anything like that before, as I'm sure you didn't either. And like, you know, we we were taught by those guys how to do that stuff. So I don't I never really felt probably comfortable the first season for sure because I was just kind of learning. And then in between all that was figured out, which was just like, hey, let's just see how many times I can make these kids laugh. And oh, they like it when I get slimed. Okay, I don't care. You can slime me. You can slime <laughs> a me four times. Yeah. You can slime it's me slime. four times a day. I will flick it back on them. The kids will love it. The parents will be pissed that I stain their clothes. Yep, we'll be walking and, uh, around. We we get to sneak around Universal when you know at lunch and stuff, and go on rides. And you'd see those people who were at the show, and you'd see like an upset mom that like I got green slime on her Gucci bag. She's all pissed off. I'm like, don't talk to me. You talk to Nickelodeon. I had nothing to do with it. You you sat in those seats, ma'am. Yeah, it's like going to a shark show and getting mad because you sit in the front row and you got splashed. And you get away. wet. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. That's you, you got you. You know what you're getting yourself into. I was gonna say just real quick. You talk about doing different things, uh, which I never. I don't even know if we might touch on this ever again. So I'm gonna say it now. Were you a part of the the all that crew that did the live shows? Yes. Uh, okay. Not. Uh, I forgot what it was called. It was called like a. It was all that. All that live. More. All that. Music, music and more. more. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how how was that different from the show? Well, we were like jesters in between Monica and Ninety Eight Degrees and a bunch of other like up and coming boy bands and Tatiana Ali. Yeah. Mm. So they would like. Yeah. There was so. Yeah, well, there was a couple of years. I did two years. I or, okay. I think there were three, and I did two. I did the first two, okay. um, and yeah, the oh, maybe I only did the one because I can think Monica. It was definitely Monica and Ninety Eight Degrees. That was like mm. the headlining thing, and they both had live bands. And so at the time, I was, I mean, I still am. I've been playing music since I was eleven years old. Um, but like to watch a real band like that just do twenty some odd dates and just kill it. All that music is like you know. They were, you know, all the other like young little bands and stuff, and they were had backing tracks and just put on the CD and they'd sing over it. But like, you know, Monica and 98 Degrees had like legit, you know, card carrying union member stage musicians that were just fire. Like they were so good, man. And that was like, that was such a cool thing to watch. And the first kind of experience of like, seeing that on like a big stage you know like my band's played the most we played for was like maybe like 1500 people but like that was like those were the sheds all the outdoor venues like 26,000 seaters with a big lawn and all that stuff so it was like i remember we did the show in jersey at the place that i've been going to see music at my whole life that my parents have been taking me to it was like i got all like emotional um the microphone and was like, I'm from New Jersey. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody freaked out. Yeah, man. And um, I mean, in general, Nickelodeon was just cr- great at cross promotion. So uh, it made sense that you would be on shows like that. And then just speaking to live bands and live music, I- I'll never forget that you put me on to Things Fall Apart by the roots you bought yeah. me that album and delivered it to me <laughs> and um you know i was maybe 10 or 11 on all that so i had no idea about the roots um and so thank you 
thank you oh, for uh, no problem. Yeah, I mean, I I would have got introduced to them somehow. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, later on, but but that record in, that context. record in particular, man, that record in particular is one of my all time favorite hip hop records. Like that is. Yeah, so it's, it's so good. It's so good, and it's live, and it you know it's the band again. It's like I was really into. I was really into watching different kinds of genres that aren't usually like full band related. Full band, you know, like CeeLo, CeeLo's two solo records are just like. I mean, they're not even really hip hop. They're all over the place, but like that band is so tight, so good. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I later on did some rapping with a full band, so I, I'll somewhat credit that to you as well. So uh, you kind of introduced me <laughs> yeah. to the concept. So, oh, so thanks. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I believe I believe I, g- I gave you some bass and guitar lessons at some point. You and Mark Saul, I was given bring bringing the guitars in and trying to get get you guys into it. Oh yeah, man, you get that you get that entire. Credit as well. I I think I bought a whole bass guitar because you told me to. <laughs> I bought a bass and I but bought your ma- a bass. Your, your mom was like, "Oh, dang it, Danny! Just cool out with all this music stuff." <laughs> I don't really have the hands for bass. There takes a particular type of hands. I don't have those, but I still try. What, what are you saying? What are you saying? Chubby digits? Because it's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that means you'd be good. You'd be good for playing guitar and piano. Right, right, and I, and I played piano. I was better at that. But I played, I played, ended up playing in church, and a little bass here and there. But I ended up selling that thing later. But no matter what, I still learned how to play the notes, and that that was a little. I'll give you the credit for that. Credit. <laughs> Man, I mean, you, I got. I feel like I've gotten a lot of credits. I I can go get like the big teddy bear or something if I'm gonna really cash them in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of credits. Like I said, you're a big bro, man. You're a big bro in the show. You're a big bro to me. Uh, well, I appreciate that very much. It was an interesting. It was an interesting time because I was like the oldest of the young kids and the youngest of the old kids. So I was like that middle. I was like that real stuck middle child, where like it was like, oh, okay, I guess I can maybe do some illicit things and. Keenan and Josh's car, but then at the same, <laughs> but then, but then at the same time, I'm doing three hours of tutoring and I'm teaching, teaching these kids how to play guitar and bass and hanging out and giving, you know, just having a good time. Right. It was a great because... thing about that show. I mean, we, everyone was so good to each other. There was really no, there was no baloney going on, which is nice because you people. Is that something you get a lot? I get a lot of questions being like, "Ooh." I want to know the dirt. Like, what kind of crazy stuff was going on? Was like, well, everyone was actually pretty chill, you know? No one was going bonkers. Yeah, there was no major drama that I can remember. Uh, maybe some contract drama, Keenan and Kel season six, but that was not between cast members or anything like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, that is a question I'll probably have for you off the record or maybe if we do a full interview later about those illicit times in other people's cars uh, I, I can't <laughs> I was totally oblivious to all of that at the time uh, but I wish I could have partaken no you know you needed to keep your brain cells growing I I was even yeah. a couple I was even a couple years too early now reading the science behind it though. 
you gotta you don't do it before you're 18 and you could screw up your your neurons in your brain I'm like, well i guess my <laughs> brain's been screwed up for a little bit <laughs> but i'm functioning just fine thank you very much you basically graduated at in at all that no like because you were in school and then you weren't in school yeah, I basically when that when they cut the season at the end short, that was like the end of February. I had just turned eighteen. I just bought a car, bought that that two thousand Tahoe. Mm, nice. And, uh, yeah, again, that was like a total. That was a total. Me seeing like Keenan's got a Pathfinder, Kel's got an Expedition, Nick Cannon's got a Range Rover. All right, I'm getting the Tahoe. <laughs> you have the best one. I mean, other. Than Nick Nick Cannon's range, but yeah, I like Tahoe. Yeah, I like I like that Tahoe too. That Tahoe got me into college, and I I lost it in college. Got into a got into an accident, slipping on black ice, and almost totaled the car. But I also didn't realize because when you're a kid, you're stupid and you don't do the right things. And I leased it instead of financed it because it was cheaper. And I was like, oh, I'll never hit thirty six thousand miles. I put a hundred thousand miles on that stupid truck. I owed I owed like eight grand back on that truck, and the day or the day or well not day like maybe like a week or so before we were supposed to give it back, I slipped on black ice and almost totaled the car. The guy didn't total it, so I had to give the car back like jackass style. It was like all oh, fucked up. Just was like ah, I'm take the car. All right, I'm out of here. And I had to give him eight grand to just get rid of the car. It was a low point in my life. Then I downgraded to an uh, Explorer. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live and you learn. You lived. You lived through it. So That's true. Yeah, That's yeah. true. Uh, I just had a question about... Uh, I don't, it's not a certain character. It's like a certain trope of Danny gets bad things happen to him. Like, what was that about? Is that just something they came up with? Or you thought it was something that would be funny for the Danny character on all that? No, I don't think it would be funny for a teenager who's still pro- an adolescent who's only in his high school, public high school, half the year, and then out in Los Angeles working and missing home and not being able to do much of anything and coming from a show like Pete and Pete where I was kind of a badass kid to then being like the butt of all the jokes. As a, that was a, a pill that was a little tough to swallow at first, but I figured it out. So I remember Dan Schneider pulling me out over in like the fourth season being like, you know, they root for the underdog, and that's why I'm doing it. I'm like, well, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. This is, this is like a one, win one for the Gipper situation here. Like, all right, I don't need to... The pep talk, thanks, man. But uh, yeah, that I mean that was like a, that was like I think part of that first season, like learning curve for me was like mm-hmm. learning how to be a butt of the jokes. And I and to his credit, like I appreciate it, and you see it all the time. Like that is exactly how it works. You know, you want to root for that underdog, and like the person who's getting the being the butt of the jokes, people end up talking about those scenes, and it's a thing. So like I. I I understand now. Hindsight is, you know, twenty twenty. I get it. But at the time, it was hard for a, a 16, 17-year-old kid trying to sow his oats. I know. <laughs> and then, know. And then getting, getting, getting fake toilets dropped on your head and everybody being bummed out when Danny shows up or I smell and my feet smell or, like, 
you know, any number of things they did to me. They made a, ro- a Danny Robot, so I couldn't, you know. Oh, they were like, oh, who needs Danny? Okay. We have a Danny Robot. But I was the robot, but hey, it was still <laughs> making fun of me. <laughs> I know one in particular where you had to get to the show and you were that late. Was the, yeah. Live show, right? <laughs> yeah. My mom's all over it. My mom's in that. My actual mom is was the mom. I was like, Danny, you're gonna be late for your show. And I think you're like dad or your uncle was in the car and you was like, I'm gonna be late. He's like, Where are you going? I'm going to all that. Me too. And they just drove off, ain't even offered to take you. Like those type of things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That's yep, that's uh Oh Danny. Wah wah. I believe in the should've span. Just followed, of like, I should have just walked around <laughs> waddling like a penguin, saying "wah wah" after everyone said something. I, I think it was like in the span of like four seconds, you got hit with like a car, a taxi, and you got ran over. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I kind of they went into overdrive on that episode. I think it's true. It's true, and again, that's the whole thing. Like, there's all this whole live show going on, but the whole B story was all about me trying to get there. Yeah. So. And and if that show happened in today's time, you your whole family probably would have had like a reality show. Just to be honest, like between your mom and obviously I knew your sisters, they were uh, around on set. Uh, that would have been amazing. Have you guys ever thought about producing that or or doing anything with the sisters? Have I don't I don't know how they, they feel about being in front of the in front of the camera. I don't know. My uh, you know M- Melissa, I think would enjoy doing it uh, my sister kelly lynn i think she's she's got two kids she's a mom she doesn't really want to play she sometimes even feels weird like we did a show locally and we showed a couple all that uh sketches where she was in the background like like some loud librarians and like you see her sitting at the table with you or christy or amanda and she was there and she was like more again she was mortified afterwards she's like i told you i didn't want to see any of those like, I don't even like looking at myself back then. I'm like, you were, what, what does that even mean? Girls what are crazy. Making yeah. me crazy. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think a reality show is happening anytime soon. Well, uh, we, go, uh, we just real quick gonna move from one Nickelodeon show to the other because uh, you have a, before I even joined this like nostalgia culture, you had a big fan base and, of course, Adventures of Pete and Pete. Just, yeah. Which fan base do you think, well, not fan base, but like, which are you most known for nowadays? It's all, it's all real age difference. Oh, okay, okay. The older they are, the more Pete and Pete it is. The younger they are, the more all that, and figure it out it is. Okay, okay. Because Pete and Pete was on 89 to 95. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, you know, that, for me, I was 7 to 13, and so the people who are even older than me who, like, caught it at the tail end who were, like, 9 and 10 watching it. So, like, I would wow. say, like, the this, this swing is, like, early 40s to late 20s now. Wow, wow. 89? I didn't realize it was that long ago, yeah, man. You, yeah, you were not even a thought. I was, I was th- no, I was three no, years old, but I was, I was 86. Yeah. I was, I was thought of, at least. I hope they're thinking about me. I hope. <laughs> Uh, actually, Leon, I, there's something I want to tell you. Um, What's up? They they weren't. 
<laughs> Trying not to, right? Like, oh, just go to sleep, bro. Please. Uh, you, gosh, I just changed your diaper and it smells again. Get, to the pump. get these pumps out of here. Yeah, I know. I get the feeling. I try to take all the craziness of these last couple months and try to put it in perspective. Is like, you know, I, I basically I'm on the road a hundred and something days a year, either with band stuff or the podcast or nostalgia personified, or I play in a couple other bands that'll take me out for like a week or two at a time. And, you know, to have had all this time, like every day watching him grow from, you know, March on has been pretty special and seems to be my silver lining of this whole craziness is that, you know, I probably wouldn't have been able to get all that time like that. So that's amazing. That's an amazing story, though. Like, really? And now you get to stay and like watch me every day and see him. Yeah, I mean, my, my my wife my wife is a literary agent and a, a, a YA author, so she still has her job and is working. And obviously, you know, all my stuff is performance based. So, been trying to figure out how to trying to figure out and navigate what's next in terms of like virtual stuff or you know i'm writing something right now to see if that works out and wherever i can go but yeah i'm like i'm i'm mr mom nine to five <laughs> nine to five really okay. no he woke up he woke up at seven o'clock this morning actually and that was good he woke up at 5 30 and i got him back to sleep oh, oh okay yeah. uh-huh. good that's, a, that's yeah, an accomplishment say. that's it it is it is it's like that extra hour is just it's critical Yes, sir. And uh, speaking to your kid duties and to my kid duties, I don't want to take up too much time with you. Also, I want to make sure that I invite you to our live Zoom that we're going to have with a few All That fans. Uh, Just going to be four or five, whoever wins the giveaway that's going on on my Instagram right now. So if you haven't entered, if you haven't entered what we're doing, we're giving away All That cast, um, cast, All That uh, season four cast autograph and also a a zoom call to uh, various all that cast members throughout the years Uh, we're going to invite a couple fans to come on and talk to them face to face and maybe even have a couple questions so um, we want to save the rest of what we would talk about uh, on a future interview because I'm sure we're going to have to meet up in the future Um, but do you have any last questions for Danny Prime I just got one more question, and it's not really a question, it's a suggestion, only because I know these guys really love you. Uh, it's this podcast, which I don't know if you listen to, it's called The Big Orange Couch, which I feel like every time we talk about Nickelodeon, they come up. Uh, but yeah, they really, really love Ventures of Pete and Pete. Now, it's like their most talked about show, so I just wanted to give you a, give those guys a shout out to you personally, because... I know it'll mean a lot to them. All right. Okay. Okay. Are they greasing you like a hundred bucks to do this? What do you get? You get a little something? Like that? <laughs> I, I hope so. You ought to. That was a yeah. good little plug. Look, I'll tell you. Yeah, it was a very good plug, and I and I will. I'll do it if they grease you a little bit. No, I'm just nah, just uh, just to I'll, see them not. <laughs> just to see them happy of knowing that you know that they exist would bring make me happy. So, hello, Big Orange Podcast. I know you exist. Hi. 
<laughs> oh, we're definitely going to send that to them. And uh, thank you, uh, Danny. You've been very gracious. I want to just say on the record, man, I love you, man. You've taught me a lot, and I'm much you're much appreciated, not only in the Nickelodeon community, the nostalgia community, the um, the I will say the the orange hair community and the orange couch orange community. Hair, orange couch community and friends and family, man. I love you too, bro. It's like really like it's 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 more than just certain types of genres. I mean, we're straight up family. You t- I my the last thing I'll, I'll I'm just thinking about it now, just remembering. I went to a party at your house for, it was just like a barbecue maybe, or maybe it was someone's birthday or something, but it was like the first like taste of like real soul food that I ever ate in my life. And it was, and it was incredible. And I, I mess with collards every day since then. Cause I, like yeah. it so much. Now I know how to use turkey necks to really to really get a juicy. I I, I, I stepped my game up a little bit, but I just yeah. all that was like my honestly. I I will never that, forget that being like that man. Back memories. We still put the turkey leg in the greens, and I have the picture. I have the picture of you. I think Christy. Uh, a few other cast members may have showed up at the house, and um and for the record, I think it was a house warming without. It was our we got a little new a condo around that time and uh right. yeah we you through it so thank you so much for coming to that and yeah oh, no, up. no problem no it was yeah. a, i mean that's a that's a real that's a serious like staple point in my culinary like taste bud aspect so hey yeah so green, I, I, i'm giving you credits for that too i mean it wasn't just the greens it was the whole setup. Going down around yeah <laughs> well hey I'm going to end it on that note. So, uh, hey, I uh, hope you guys are enjoying all that week and uh, see you guys next time. All that, remember, all that, all that, all that, all week. All that. You go. <laughs> we are going to be doing this all week. So, remember, come back tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next and day. And the next day. And yeah. the next day. Yeah, we 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 trying to build up to the Zoom call, so we're doing good building up to this giveaway. Uh, so hope you guys enjoy the content. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. At. You can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, and on YouTube at Lee Boy TV. That's L E E B O Y T V. And you can find me at KVNG Primetime because I'm everywhere at that name, like literally everywhere. Twitter, Instagram. Am I on Facebook? I don't know. I think we got a Facebook fan page, but I don't use it. Uh, but yeah, mostly Twitter and Instagrams where you where you can find me at. Find the podcast at Promise Out Your Podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast because you know I can say that now. We're now everywhere, and uh, you know, like I said, don't forget all that week. Hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, prime time is all the time. All the time.